Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Call 516-418-5408 to speak with the host or hit up our social media through the Facebook group or on Twitter at Let's Talk CFL. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 470. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk football. We're going to talk a lot of football. It's been an exciting week. We've had free agency. Tuesday was free agency the start of free agency and it's still going on and going strong. So we're going to talk about all the, the, the moves, the trades, the uh, movement, uh, the signings, the retirements. Uh, we're going to talk about fucking everything. Cause that's what we're going to do tonight. Cause we got two hours to talk about football. And I, I feel very much want to talk about football. We've been talking politics for the last five minutes and that was no fun at all. Uh, none at all. It's, it's usually very depressing. Um, so we're going to talk some football and uh, have some fun doing it. Because why not? Lots happening. Interesting things happening. Fucking name in Alberta. Can you believe Edmonton? Where are they coming from? Are we? Is that on the agenda? Yes, it is. Okay, we're going to talk about that later. I can't believe it. I cannot believe the absolute stupidity coming out of that province. And I know people in Calgary are going, hey, whoa, don't talk about my province like that. That's not me. Out of the capital city of your province, okay? Up north, Edmonton. There it is. But we all knew that. Anyhow, um, so yeah, what are we going to rant about? I don't know. Cool things are happening. Let's just open up the mics, talk to the boys, and get right into last week's games because I was not impressed with last week's games, but they were slightly better than the week before. Hopefully there's going to be some turnaround soon. I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on here. Okay. Mics are all open straight across the board. Afternoon, Charles. How you doing? I'm doing good. Well, it's the evening now, but whatever. It's still afternoon, technically, so you're not that's wrong. That's correct. It is. Until but, midnight. Yes, that's true. Until midnight, you're still afternoon, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, I'm sitting down here in a cold wind tunnel, basically. Well, the outside is. I'm inside, but the outside is uh, cold and blowing tonight. You are the warmest of so, all four of us. You know that, right? Yes, I am. But okay. I'm oh. kind of, I'm a city, I'm a Vancouver wimp, and when it gets down even like the two degrees, I find it cold. So this is like almost unbearable to me. I don't like cold. Okay. I can accept that. Even though we're te- technically, uh, I, we are the warm. I am the warmest, but it is yeah. what it is. You know, plus two and raining in Vancouver is the coldest temperature that you could possibly be at. It's nobody, awful. nobody in the lives in the prairies understands that. It's absolutely yeah, you don't. awful. Okay, mm-hmm. I will take minus twenty in sunshine over plus two in rain any day of the week. In fact, I'm enjoying. I'm not well, right now. I, I'm minus twenty nine. Minus twenty nine is just a little bit too cold. I run an excavator during the day. I kind of have fun with it, and I've been clearing some brush. And these guys don't have a brush guard on the excavator, which I think is actually against workers' compensation. But beside the point, I put a tree through it today, 
And now I have no window in my excavator, so now my, my little toes are getting really cold in there. So I, I'm not happy about that. And I can't get the window until tomorrow afternoon. So it's kind of shitty. You know, I can actually put up with the um, with the cold as long as it's not windy. Once it gets windy, I get it gets even worse. It's the dampness that bothers me. It, it yes. bothers my joints. Uh, you know, I went down to the coast a couple of weeks ago, and my fingers hurt, my knees hurt, my shins hurt. Everything that I'd broken sometime in my life hurt, and I, I hated it, and I couldn't wait to get mm-hmm. back home. Yep. Back to this dry climate, the desert. I love the desert. Yep. Mark, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Doing well, considering the way the weather's been. I'll take your minus thirteen or whatever it is there, Charles. Please. Um, it's a little warmer today. It was only down to about minus thirty-six with the wind chill. So hmm. better than the minus forty-eight the other night. Oh, I guess uh, that's true. <laughs> Dude, great otherwise. Having fun serving multi-millionaire children. Mm-hmm. You? Yeah, I can't. I can't deal with that. <laughs> I could. I couldn't deal with it. I, I would slap somebody. Well, you probably got one of the smallest hockey players I've ever seen on the Flames. Goudreau looks like he's about 16. Yeah. Hey, he's just a little guy. Yeah. I'm 5'9", and I tower over him, so. Hmm. Christopher, are you going to bring in Will? Is he gone? No, 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 I'm not going to bring in Will. I thought I was waiting for you to finish talking, but do you finish talking, then we'll bring in Will. Will, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Yes, you should see Johnny Goodrow in the street clothes. He looks like he's 12, okay? (laughs) He's he's not a very old person, or he's not very old-looking, I guess you could say. But I wouldn't mind his contract, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cold yeah, no kidding. It's cold here just like it is there. It's really cold here. It's too cold here. I hate cold weather. I really do. I really do because all my guys complain about not getting any hours. And I'm like, guys, I can't control the weather, okay? Like, leave me alone. There's nothing I can do about it. So, and hopefully... It'll change sooner than later. It's supposed to be like a balmy minus nine next week, which I will welcome. Okay, so because uh, we gotta all start getting in football mode because football's coming, is it not? Yes, it is. I don't know. I is can it? Feel it. There's gonna be games this year. I can feel <laughs> to it. be determined. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. There's gonna be games. There's gonna be CFL. There's gonna be everything this year. Okay. This nightmare called COVID is going to end soon, trust me. Are we going to have games with or without fans? With fans. With fans. The only way they can have games is with fans. So apparently, according to one of 
one of Charles's articles, they're going to start putting that together sooner than later. So, Well, the CFLPA and the CFL are going to talk about it. Good fucking luck. Yep. Yep. I have no response for that. Anyhow. Um, they never agree to anything. Well, it's because the CFLPA are really stupid and the um, CFL are dominant. So it's hard to argue, you know. You don't yeah, like it? Well, go a away. lot of those guys, a lot of those guys can't afford to be out for two years straight, so they're going to agree to everything the CFL says. You're probably right about that. Mhm. Yeah. Pretty sure. It's almighty buck. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. It shows you how. You know, I was looking the other day. What is it? What is it? the guy who lost the Super Bowl on Sunday, Mahomes? What does he make? Fifty million dollars a season? Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's about right. And you compare him to Bo Levi Mitchell, who makes five hundred thousand dollars a season. Wow, the CFL has a long way to go. Well, Mahomes oh, makes more in the year than the entire than the entire CFL. Yes, he does. Yep. One guy. That is correct. But not if there was a franchise in Halifax. (laughs) Not if, not if, not if uh, Marcus Randall was the commissioner of the CFL. If there, if there was 10 franchises, then it would be $56 million a year that the CFL put out in, in salaries. And that would be more than Mahomes. Oh, so they'd make, they would make more than Mahomes. Okay. Yeah. So take that patch Mahomes. I'm sure that'll crush them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you yeah, know, all these, articles, all, all these articles right now about Tom Brady being the greatest quarterback ever. Is there any argument now? He's won with both teams. He's done this, done that. He just dominated the, the Super Bowl game. And I'm going – He's not that great. Has he ever won a great cup? No. He's never won a fucking great cup. So don't tell me he's the greatest player ever. It's just, no. Go away. You know, you know what? It's, it's an interesting thing because uh, I, I guess I have to agree with you since I'm a CFL fan. The great cup, he hasn't won that yet. Not that he ever will because he'd never uh, honor us with his presence here. Um, he could buy the whole fucking league. Um, no but, kidding. But speaking of speaking of of great players, if you guys haven't watched it yet, you need to watch the ESPN. Uh, I can't remember that what that show is called on ESPN. Charles, there's thirty for thirty, and then there's thirty or thirty called uh, sixty. Uh, there's one that's called sixty or something like that. Um, it's called mm. sixty. It's a sixty minute long oh, show. Oh, something, to... something in sixty. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, anyways, I watched the one on Alex Smith this week about his broken leg. If you guys ever get a chance, watch that. It will blow your mind. Can you guys continue talking for about two or three minutes while I run into the house and get some water? Yes, this this guy actually is playing football again. I know. He had a... He had a Joe Theismann type break, yep. and then he got a flesh-eating disease uh, infection, 
and they yeah. basically cut away most of his lower leg, and the guy can actually walk and still has a leg. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. It was absolutely Yeah, he amazing. came back and actually was playing late in the year. Was actually got the starting job correct. back. And I don't he understand well. how he... I don't know how he actually walked. I really don't. So, blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. So, it is what it is. But, hey, amazing. Amazing. Because he could have given up really easy. So. How many and, I mean, I don't know if you guys... In the league, three, four years... Four years, I think. Yeah. He's already got a net worth over $30 million. He's already got a what? Net worth. His net worth is over $30 million already. I believe well, it. Well, he makes $50 million. He makes $50 million a season. Yeah. E60 is the show you were talking about, Will. That's right. E60. It's called E60. Right. E60. And that was the one about yeah. Alex Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. I've heard it was good. It, it is a remarkable comeback to where this guy yeah. almost lost his leg, and then he comes yeah. back and gets a starting job in the NFL. It was a remarkable story. Hi, honey. I'm home. Oh, good. I was getting tired of talking about Alex Smith. Not that you know who that is. I don't know. Yeah, you I, don't I, know I, believe, I believe Christopher is right. You are not a complete football player until you win a great cup. I agree 100%. So, so that's, that's Tom that, Brady. What do you that, think? That's my, that's my story. Drops the mic, walks away. Yeah. Drops the mic. So I guess, I guess the GOAT would have to be Warren Moon then. Did he, no, he never won a Super Bowl, though. No, he didn't. I know, but he played he in the NFL. No, he didn't play in the NFL. But so did Doug Flutie. Cups, so. That's cool. right. So did Doug Flutie. So did Joe Cap. So did a lot of players. Yep. Joe Feidman. Did uh-huh. Hoff? Did Hoff Actually, win a Joe Feidman never won a Grey Cup. No. Well, he won a won Super a Bowl, cup? didn't he? He went to a Grey Cup and he lost. He won a Super Bowl, yeah. Joe Feidman. Oh, okay. He didn't win a Grey Cup. No, he, he got both, to the Grey Cup no, uh, Joe Feidman got to the Grey Cup but lost to Calgary. That was the uh, Leon McQuay fumble game. Okay, so let me get this straight. Joe Theismann doesn't win a Grey Cup. Great quarterback. Goes to the NFL, wins a Super Bowl. Obviously, it's easier right. to win a Super Bowl. He never won a Super Bowl. Who? Didn't he? Joe Theismann? No. I was sure yeah. that he did. Are you okay, sure Google that. Didn't he win it? Uh-huh. I'm going to look that up. I thought no. he did. I'm already looking it up. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure he did not. I'm sure he did not. Okay. I, th- I thought Doug Williams was the first quarterback who ever won for uh, Washington. For Washington. Okay, you may be right, actually. Okay. So, l- let's talk some football. Oh, we have been. But we're going to talk virtual football. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, last week's games, we had the Montreal Alouettes to Winnipeg. Montreal had a five-point handicap, and so did Winnipeg. So, basically, it was a wash. The dice rolled up 29 points for 
Montreal after the handicap and 46 for Winnipeg. Winnipeg wins this one. And Charles, well, Mark's the only one that picked Winnipeg. CJ took Montreal as well. So there was only two points there for Mark. The second Wait, game of that CJ, week. CJ, what? CJ, I correct, yeah. I correct myself, yeah. Charles. Joe I, I, I know, I'm just looking it up, too. Yep. 1983. See, yeah. I told you Sorry, again. Christopher, go ahead. How can, how, how can you correct me on my NFL knowledge? Like, really, who do you think you are? Huh. Hey, okay. Christopher, did Halifax ever win a Super Bowl or not? <laughs> no. Okay. Not a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. They may have won a Grey Cup, but I doubt it. They are undefeated. They are undefeated. That's correct. Second game of the week was the Ottawa. What? Who's talking? Ottawa Red Blacks traveled to Hamilton to play Tiger Cats. The Ottawa had a five-point handicap, and Hamilton was a wash because they were both tied at the time. Uh, Ottawa rolled a pathetic 15, take off five points for 10, and Hamilton scores 46. The Hammer wins this one. Charles gets two points. Will gets two points. Mark and CJ took Ottawa. Two eggs there. CJ is doing his typical not winning fuck all again. So the next game was the Calgary Stampeders into Toronto to play the Argonauts. Calgary has the five-point handicap. Toronto is even. No points there. So, uh... Calgary rolls a seven, uh, 37, and uh, Toronto comes up with 43. So Calgary goes down into defeat again. Oh, my God. Speaking of being defeated again, we have the um, 4-0 and Saskatchewan Rough Riders going into BC, into the Lions' den. Ugly place to play football. And uh, it's... Uh, Calgary's got a five-point handicap. BC's got a five-point handicap being the lower-ranked team. And, oh, my God, the Rough Riders kind of played havoc on the Leos. 47-18. to 18. Charles, you took BC. Will, you took BC. CJ took BC. Mark, you picked Saskatchewan. Why would the fuck would you pick Saskatchewan? Anyhow, um, so the week ended this way. Charles, you got two points. Will, you got two points. Mark, you got four CJ got two. So I'm not really falling behind. I'm just not gaining any ground. Uh, podcaster standings after week five has Bill in first place with 24 points. Mark in second with 22. Charles at 12. And CJ somewhere in the distance at eight points. Yay. Western Division sits at this way. Saskatchewan Rough Riders are now 5-0. and oh. Winnipeg is four and one. Calgary is one and three. BC is one and four. Edmonton is zero oh and four. They are winless, kind of like their name. Uh, Montreal in the East has Montreal is top place with four and one on the season. Hamilton and Toronto are both at five hundred, two and two, with Ottawa at one and three. You got to realize too that this is a um, uh, a divisional heavy schedule. 
So more Western teams are playing Western teams, more Eastern teams are playing Eastern teams, and Eastern teams are still not winning. They're kind of beating themselves up. Okay, anyhow. Um, so let's go to this week's games because they're going to be exciting. We have an Eastern matchup of the Toronto Argonauts into Montreal. Toronto will be a 10-point handicap here, 10-point handicap. Charles, you're taking the Argos or the Alouettes? Hmm. So, with Toronto has a 10-point handicap? They do. You said? Okay, yeah. I'll go Alouettes. Alouettes. And, William, you're going to take the Alouettes. Sorry, what was it? I wasn't paying attention. Oh, fuck. Are you part I of this know. podcast? I think That's what? We should be I, able I to make so a pick just, for I, him when he does it. I got a I got an email all of a sudden that I had to read, but go ahead. Sorry, I apologize. You'll get my full concentration from this point on. Toronto is a well, ten point handicap. They're playing in Montreal. Who are you taking? Oh, Toronto has ten points, eh? Taken away from them. They're handicapped. They, oh, okay. Yeah. They're not bonus. Okay. Handicapped. Montreal. Montreal. Montreal, Montreal, Montreal. Mark, did you flip the coin already? Oh, God, you're half the... There you go. He Toronto. needs the dramatic of it all. Toronto. He needs that the sound. Grandchildren. And CJ's taking the Argos. Okay, the second game up is the Ticats into the Red Blacks. Each team is handicapped five points. Oh, even, even. Hamilton and uh, Ottawa. Charles, you get to go. Oh, you know what? I rolled the dice a couple weeks ago. I picked Ottawa, and I never liked picking Ottawa, but it worked out for me, so I'm going to do it again and pick Ottawa. William. What did you say? Because Charles interrupted you, and I couldn't hear the other team. Ottawa and who? <laughs> Hamilton. Hello? Hamilton. Oh. Ty Cats. Hamilton. South of Toronto. Uh, who's got the advantage? Even. <laughs> Even. Let's go with Hamilton. Mark. Ottawa. I'm going to take Hamilton. I've been taking a Red Blacks. And I'm just, they're failing me. I'm going to take Hamilton. We'll go from there. Now I have a question for you. This is a technical question on our our, our process right now because it, it's coming up into the next game. We have Calgary and BC both have one win. Is there a, is there a bonus for somebody who has lost less games? <laughs> No. Never has been. No, they're tied, right? One is one and three, one is one and four. Are they considered a tie? Yes. Because one of them's been on a bye. Okay, so there's no... no Well, I guess technically the the team that has played less games would have a better winning percentage. That's correct. So do they get the bonus? Is the other team handicapped? Hmm. This is a tough one because technically they would be considered higher in the standings because That's of correct. the um, 
because of the winning percentage. Correct. But uh, I probably say no because we haven't done it up to this point. So then we're kind of changing rules in mid-flight. But I don't Mark, know, but what, say, else, what, I'll go what say you, Mark? Leave it the way it is. Neither one of them gets an advantage. Leave it okay. as a tie. William, are you good with that? Uh, I'd say leave it where it is. Okay. Yeah, so we, have Calgary, we have Calgary visiting BC. Calgary is, is handicapped five points for being the visiting team. They are both at one and a zillion. Charles, go ahead. Uh, well, it's BC, so you pretty much don't have to ask me. I'm going to go with uh, my team, BC. I, I know, I know. William, what are you going to do here? Uh, okay, I I don't know if I've ever been a Stampeders fan when they were one and four. <laughs> like it's never it's never happened since I've been watching the Stampeders. This is bullshit. You, you pick go Calgary. pitch it Sparky because I don't know what the fuck he's doing because it, it makes no sense at all. Okay. I'm gonna pick Calgary. Okay. Mark, what are you doing? BC. And I'm going to take the Leos just because I have to. I don't have a Leo sweatshirt on right now. I'm wearing car. Oh, I found another one of my missing BC Lions jerseys. I'm pretty happy about that, my white and orange one. Uh, hmm. Anyhow, just move on. Uh, we have the Edmonton fucking idiots uh, traveling into Saskatchewan. To play the Rough Riders, and Edmonton is has a ten point handicap. Of course, they probably have four hundred percent handicap just because the, everybody there is stupid. Um, Charles, Edmonton handicapped ten points. Saskatchewan even money. What are you going to do? Uh, I don't like Saskatchewan. I think this uh, Edmonton name thing is ridiculous. It's gotten to the point of nonsensical. Uh, but you know what? Screw it. I don't want to. So you want to tie? So I'll, I'll, no, I'll go with Saskatchewan. I don't like doing it, but I'll pick Saskatchewan. William, tough call for you. Who is it? Saskatchewan and who? Edmonton. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Will's gonna have worse time of this than I am. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. You're gonna take a tie. You bet. It is possible. And and tie. you get double points if you're right. Okay. I'll remember that. I, I don't know if that's real or we've done it ever before, but I'm making an executive decision right now. If you pick a tie and it actually is one with the points, you've got to take that. The handicap has to be in play. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll give you double points for that. Mark, what are you going to do? Edmonton. 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 
You see, I was right. Just so you guys know, Calgary's had one year of a losing record since 2005. Okay. <laughs> wow. Could be the year. Could be. Ask Kelly Bale. Ask Todd Mogi. Can I abstain? <laughs> Can't stand the Rough Riders, and Edmonton is full of idiots. That's why I picked a tie. I'm tossed here. Well, I'm going to go with the idiots just because... I, I have no response. I don't know why. I just kind of yeah, feel sorry for stupid people. Who, me? Yeah, I know. Well, no, you said who's you're going with the idiots. It's Edmonton, Saskatchewan. Who exactly is the idiot? Oh, Edmonton is. You, oh, okay. You can apply it to both. Well... I don't know. I, I, I kind of like to use the word moron in Saskatchewan, but... Okay, that's fair enough. You know, I don't know. Anyhow. Um, yeah, so that's a wrap. Have we got that? Uh, I've got to run through it real fast for Sparky. Uh, first game is Charles. They're going to be Charles, Will, Mark, CJ at order. Montreal, Montreal, Toronto, Toronto. Ottawa, Hamilton, Ottawa, Hamilton. BC, Calgary, BC, and BC. Saskatchewan tie, Edmonton and Edmonton. Went real fast there for Sparky. Okay, let's move on away from this bullshit. Virtual tie garbage. I almost went with Will on the tie. I almost went with Will. Almost. Isn't that funny if if it actually was a tie? I'd be hilarious. Still would be hilarious, even though Will picked it up. Okay, free agency, wheeling and dealing. Okay, this was a uh, a pretty big headline, and there was an article on it, and I didn't get to read the article. So let's just go over there. I, hopefully this has got a whole pile of things on free agency and see what happens. So, oh, this is the live thread from those idiots at 3Down, right? I believe okay, so. So let's go back and see if we can start this right at noon where it said, go. There, go. Uh, Justin Dunk reports. No, forget about this. Uh, Evan Johnson, side of the Riders. This is a hometown boy. Good deal here. Uh, Micka Johnson, signed by the Riders. Uh, Jordan Herdman Reed, the twins, actually. Jordan and yep, both Justin Herdman Reed, signed for the, in the Riders. Ottawa added a potential ratio breaker on defensive interior signing Canadian Stephen Charles. Don't know who that is. Uh, heavily rumored, Alouettes have signed Almondo Sewell. Oh, that's kind of a good article. Todd, or, uh, Todd. Sorry, Mark. Mark. Uh, we'll, go there. Yeah. we'll go there in a minute. Uh, more rider news. They've replaced Solomon Aluminian in the middle with Larry Dean. 
Yeah, there's a big upgrade, isn't there? Uh, BC Lions have signed running back Shaq Cooper. Where was he? Uh, Edmonton. Edmonton, okay, okay. Uh, huge pass rush ad for the Owls, signing Nick Usher. He was with the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, so we're talking about NFL here. Uh, Edmonton finally makes a move. Yay, linebacker Kevin Brown. Yay, yay. Okay, uh, Canadian receiver Alouette signed Nady. Anybody that has a name like Nady? Come on, that's kind of girly, isn't it? Uh, Alouette brings Sam linebacker Nady. Patrick Lovell. Did you say Matey? No, Nat. Did you say Matey? N. Nah, nah, nah. Natty. Nah. Okay. Now I married okay. a, 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 a Natalie, and we her Natty all the time. So if you, some guy is called Natty, that's like wrong. Uh, Toronto Argonauts have signed running back John White. Oh, a big surprise. Yippee. Okay. Uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson is making waves. He thinks he's waiting for an NFL opportunity. You have hopefully fun with that, dumbass. Hopefully he yeah, he's going to be waiting for a while. Yeah. 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 Sam Peters signed offensive lineman Tyler Johnston and Matt O'Donnell? Oh, my God. No. Say that again. No, 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 no. They that's not what they, they didn't find. They, they're just, that's a rumor that they're looking at them. Okay, never mind. Pass that. Uh, huge news out of Calgary. Uh, quarterback Michael O'Connor to back up Bo Levi Mitchell. That's a kind of an interesting move. Calgary's been big on Canadian quarterbacks. I kind of like it. We'll see what happens. Uh, Marcel Desjardins and the Red Blacks are done for the day after signing Stefan Charles. Big deal. That's all they get. Come on. What else do we got here? Uh, rookie James Wilder Jr. He's not a rookie. Most outstanding, former most outstanding rookie James Wilder Jr. has come out of retirement to sign with the Edmonton football team. I think they should just keep that name. If they just continued with the name Edmonton football team, I would be happy with that. We'll talk more on that later. Saskatchewan Rebriders are... No, fuck off. Signed Kenyon defensive back Godfrey Olenek. I love that name, Godfrey. BC Lions signed Lucky Whitehead. Oh, that's a bit of a surprise for me, anyhow. I didn't expect that one. Whitehead's a pretty good receiver. I don't mind that, considering we got Brian Burnham already. Ooh, there's going to be a threat there. Joey Alfrey. Oh, come on. That's that's like the reporter. Who cares who, who reports this? I don't care. Defensive tackle Woody Barron goes to the Owls. And... Oh, yeah, re-signed Woody Barron and brought in a defensive tackle, Michael Wakefield from Ottawa. Alza concerned, confirmed the signing of uh, Sam linebacker, Patrick Levels. Ottawa made an official, the re-signing of uh, Sam linebacker, Don Unumba. So, Ottawa, okay, that's cool. Um, what else we got? The Owls have signed Siante Evans. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Previously reported deal between Owls and Deontay Evans has fallen through. 
defensive back has more lucrative offers elsewhere. Okay. Uh, Sir Vincent Rogers has some high praise for riders. Nah, this is stupid. Come on, that's come on. I'm looking for trades here. Uh, okay. Moving on. Winnipeg is sitting pretty. That's that's a debate. Uh, they did all their moves pretty much well before this. They really only made like one move yesterday. Yeah. They signed a lot. What else? Uh, the Argos signed Antonio Pip. That's interesting. Quarterback backing up who? Nick Arbuckle. Yep. The Rough Riders have added American defensive back Lorenzo Jerome. Is, is, is he a giraffe? Is Jerome the giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> Ottawa's finally on the board signing Siante Evans. Okay, there you go. Uh, absolute bombshell news as former outstanding player most outstanding player, Solomon Alamim, has announced his retirement from football. Yeah, right. He just offers. Okay, moving down. Top ten remaining free agents. Cameron Judge is number one. Enoch Mwamba is number two. McLeod Bethel-Thompson is third. Justin Medlock. Number four, Matt O'Donnell. Five, Dion Lacey. Bryant Mitchell, Ricky Collins Jr., Tyler Johnson, and Craig Rowe. The top ten outstanding agents. Anything else signed there? Uh, Cameron Judge will not be returning to Saskatchewan. I heard the BC Lions were going after him pretty hard. So, see what happens I, that's there. What I heard, too. Uh, oh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers finally made a move, adding veteran long snapper Mike Benson. This is the guy missing fingers. That was, the guy, that was their move of the day. Yeah, big move, big move. Kyle, Kyle Walker's just, hey, he's he's taking a book out of Huff's, Huff's manual there. Okay, uh, that's it. That's it? That's all that happened? That's it? every French Canadian that there was out there. That that was not a uh, an emotional roller coaster, as they kind of like said here. This is kind of boring. Saskatchewan certainly went offensive. No, they kind of broke the bank on a lot of those things. They brought in the the Reed brothers. They brought in um, uh, what's his name from? Oh shoot, the defensive guy, um, Mika Johnson. They brought in. They Larry brought Dean. in Larry Dean. They brought in. Larry Dean. Do you think they got a discount on the Twins the for signing one. both of them? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Would they have taken a discount to play together? It's possible. I could see it. I don't know if they did, but I think it's possible. Couldn't they? Couldn't they take those two guys and 
dress them for one game and only call them one man and be able to add an extra player? You couldn't tell the two of them apart, could you? <laughs> one guy could hide under the bench. You know what I mean? Well, you could just go to the locker room back and forth, right? And just keep coming out with the same yeah, number. on. You'd have a refresh yep. player for every second play or something, you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty funny. Seriously, I wouldn't put that past Saskatchewan. I wouldn't put that past Saskatchewan either. So, oh, and Christopher, for Whitehead being a good... Giving them ideas. What about him? He lost his job halfway through the season and was put on the injured list for, I think, at least four or five games. Mm-hmm. He... Just he kind of disappeared halfway through the season. Well, and that's okay. He's a he's got world class NFL speed. He does, and, and maybe he was in the wrong system, the had the bad coaches around him. Maybe whatever happened to him, maybe he needs a new look. <laughs> There's a lot of players yeah. that have been like that couldn't couldn't perform somewhere and then went off and did something wonderful somewhere else. So he he has potential. Oh, yeah. Anybody got anything interesting to say about free agency? Overall, free agency I thought was kind of a letdown because so many teams signed so many players before free agency. That's true. I was just going to say the same thing. There was no no big blockbusters, Okay. You know, I, and I'm I'm thinking the guys that are left. I'm thinking he, Enoch or whatever the hell his name is. I think he may be out of football this year because mm-hmm. he's getting a little on the older side, is he not? And he's probably wanting top dollar. And he's been annoying us him. for a lot of years. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. And uh, I, out of all those lists, the two guys that are most intriguing to me are Cameron Judge and O'Donnell, the offensive lineman. Because Calgary mm-hmm. is a little short of offensive linemen this year as far as I'm concerned. But I don't think Huff would ever sign him to any kind of contract. So I'm just dreaming. I like the it's signing of the big of what? what? I'm getting Brian Mitchell. The Which one? Winnipeg made today. Bryant Mitchell. Brian Mitchell, yeah. Yeah. If he's he was on in the NFL. From, well, if he's fully recovered from his ACL, that's a good mm-hmm. signing. Okay, hang on. I, I got a question for you. You said Saskatchewan is going after hey. what? Who's so? You, Charles, you said Saskatchewan was going at what? Offensive players? Defense. No, I said they were going after a lot of defensive players. Oh, okay. Yeah, they signed three linebackers, uh, two DBs, and a defensive lineman. They signed one offensive guy, and that was Evan Johnson. In fact, there, there were very, very few impactful offensive signings yesterday. Two I don't of the think big there were ones any. were done were done by the Lions, which was 
Lucky Whitehead and Shaq Cooper, and those were not like blockbuster signings by any means. No, no. I mean, the one guy, Michael O'Connor going to Calgary was a was an attention getter for me. Yeah, okay, you know, I, that I, I can see. Of course, I never I never looked at Michael O'Connor because he's an Acadian quarterback. But holy crap, the guy's six foot five and two hundred and fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's a beast. He played college. He's, in Canada because he wanted to start. That's the yeah. only reason he left well, the NCAA. And, and he won a, a, a Vanier Cup. Yeah. Yes, for UBC. Yeah, for the T-Birds. Um, and I, and I, I, you know what? I mean, you couldn't come to a better organization for quarterbacks anyways, because you got John Huffnagel, Dave Dickinson, Bo Levi Mitchell, Ryan Dinwiddie. He'll have lots of guys around him. Ryan Dinwiddie in Toronto. He's gone. The Dinwit is gone. Mm -hmm. The Dinwit is gone. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, Calgary's done it with Andrew Buckley. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. Who knows? And he might get cut in the preseason. Who knows? Because they also have Troy. What's his name from Toronto last year? I can't even remember his name. Cropack or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Eichmann? Troy Eichmann? No. No, no Troy Kropak is not easy. He, 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 you're right about that. Troy Kropak. I think there's something like that, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay, Solomon Aluminium announces his retirement. I'm not surprised by this. I'm not surprised that he had one season after he was um, let go or uh, released by BC, because that kind of is the way, Okay. BC runs them till the end of their best before day. Then their after best before day, they have a season. It's usually pretty good. Maybe it's not. It's an iffy situation. Then they're gone. And they're just out of football after that. They get one extra season. It happened with Solly. It happened with G-Roy. It happened with um, it's where all Big Slot, Matt, Jason Claremont. Jason yeah, Claremont. Yeah. BC players go to die is in Calgary, right? Or Saskatchewan, Apparently. sorry. Oh, sorry. Cal- Calgary players as well. We've traded a bunch of Saskatchewan too over the yeah, years. Yeah, like Charlton Andy Hughes and stuff, yeah. Um, well, anyhow. not quite. Um, Calvin Anderson. <laughs> Calvin Anderson. Okay. okay. So, mean, yeah. does anybody here uh, not believe Solly is a first-round, first-vote Hall of Famer? Has to be. Well, 100%. Has to be. 100%. Yeah. I mean, he is the only defensive player ever, ever to win the most outstanding, valuable player. Bingo. Yeah, I read an article about him yesterday. I read an article about him yesterday in high school, in college, in pros. Pretty impressive player. Considering 
considering nobody took him seriously in the beginning. You know what I mean? Well, he did. No, 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 but I'm, what I'm saying is he always had to fight. He always had to fight for it. Yeah. So, which is pretty impressive. So, here's, and, here's a quote I mean, the from... Most, so- go ahead. Go ahead. The most outstanding thing is that he was the, you know, MVP of the CFL as a defensive player. Never happened before. May never happen again. No. It's, it's never happened. Most outstanding rookie, most outstanding player, twice most outstanding defensive player. Uh, yep. Five CFL all-star nods, setting records, tackle records that are massive. Okay? So here, here's a yep. quote from him that I think is uh, – it, it, I just love it, and I love it because it, it, it has a lot to do with Saskatchewan. It says – BC will remain my home and Vancouver is my community. I'm finishing my Canadian security certificate and work in the capital markets. Vancouver's my home. Nah. That little escapade in, in Regina, all for show. Stop wearing green, Solly. Doesn't go go doesn't go with you at all. Big fit, big little fish, big or sorry, big fish, little pond. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot in of Regina. Guys mm-hmm. are silly. Well, no, a lot of these guys are silly to go somewhere else after they've played their entire career in one city because they can yeah. take advantage of the name. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, very true. Because we've seen it oh, there many you times before. Yep. Yep. Okay, so I have a question. Oh. Somebody, somebody posted that Solly beca- has become the uh, the president of the CFL Players Association, and yep. I'm going. He's been the president that was like three for years two years. Ago. This, yeah, three years ago. This was this is not news. I guess he had to reapply or something because he said he is now the he said it that he is now the CFL PA president. Uh, yeah, well, he, he has been for quite a while. I don't know. He's the one who made the announcement. Well, maybe he was just confirming. But anyhow. I like what he says about uh, Boato. Not a lot of good until the very end of it. I didn't see this. He said well, he Wally hated did, them basically for the first five or six years. He was well, injured. Wally did amazing things for him. Actually, he said he hated Wally Buono for the first five or six years. He did use yeah. that word. Yeah. Really? He did use hate. Yeah. And, and, and Wally went out of, out of his way. To, to oh, no, 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 no. It's in the article, Christopher. In Solly's first training camp in BC, he was injured. Wally came up while the trainer was working on him, said to the trainer, if he doesn't play tonight, he's cut, and then walked away. He didn't even say it to Solly. He said it to the trainer who was working on him. (laughs) They didn't have a good relationship right from the start. (laughs) 
Solly is playing in the CFL and became Ugh. an all-star because of Wally. Oh, he says that. He does yeah. say that. But he also says he hated him for the first five or six years of his career. Okay. I have no problem with that, by the way. No. 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 Some of the, some of the best coaches I ever had, I hated. Yeah, I mean... Players and uh, coaches don't have to like each other. There's, there's no rule about that. Yep. As long as they yeah, work. Just, so you, just so you guys know, Christopher Jones, um, Solly has only been the Players Association president since February 27th, 2020. Oh, I don't believe that. It's about a year. I thought that was longer than that. I nope. could be wrong, but that I other thought guy it was longer was. than that. That offensive guy president. I can't remember his name. Hmm. I know he was a rep for them for the longest time, because when he was yeah, off he was being a rep. hurt, I know he was in, a rep. Twenty eighteen. Sure. Yeah, I know he was a rep, but they say only since February twenty seventh, twenty twenty. So. Hmm. I thought it was longer than that, but I mean, I'm. Very Jeff well Keeping is the I, Jeff Keeping is the past president. That's what yeah. it was, Jeff Keeping, right? Okay. So, Solly retiring from the CFL is a is a loss. He made the CFL a better place. He was an exciting man. He was exciting to watch. And it's, it's, it's tough to see him go. But in my opinion, he retired in 2018. So. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I already yes. asked that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> He uh, he hasn't been the same since he uh, hurt his wrist or his hand that one season. I think yep. the shine's been off him ever since then. Okay, but he, there was a number of wrist. years where nobody could touch the yep. guy. He broke his so, wrist. He was off for 12 weeks out of the season, okay, uh, for a broken wrist. That doesn't happen very often. I mean, that was, he broke his wrist, put a cast on him, and go play football. Um, he... I was told that he had severe nerve damage in his wrist and he couldn't grasp things properly. That is why, that is why Ed Hervey let him go because coming into the 2019 season, he want, he still wanted money, but his ability was unsure. The doctor's, didn't know how he was going to perform. He didn't wasn't passing the great physical tests. BC released him. Saskatchewan picked him up, gambled, picked him up, paid him good money, and he had an amazing year. But he's gone. I don't know why. And you could tell, even when he was playing last year in Saskatchewan, he was a shadow of his former self. He was not the same guy we had watched for years in BC. He wasn't question. awful, but he wasn't 
he wasn't awful, but he was nowhere near the dominant force that uh, he was here in BC. No, but he was on a, a, an amazing defensive team. Yes, he was. He had 88 tackles, though. See, where, where Solly made the BC Lions look amazing. Where the Saskatchewan Rough Riders made Solly look amazing. And, you know, it, 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 I, I truly believe things like that happen. I know I get bitched on all the time by saying that Calgary makes Bo Levi Mitchell look better than he is. And Ricky Ray, or even Mike Riley, always made a terrible team look better than they were. And he was on some god-awful, ugly, terrible teams. BC Lions in 2019. Yeah, I did year, 2019 though. Who did? Solly. Well, we he said that. Tackle from four sacks in 15 games. Are you are you paying attention to the podcast, Mark? Yes. Okay. You said it, it was said though that he had tailed off in 2019. He did. Go look at his other 80, seasons. 88 tackles. That's pretty good in 15 games. That's over 100 on the season. Yeah, and every season he's played, it was over 100. Some of them were over 120. I'm pretty sure that's what he was. Didn't he set the record at 126 or something? Well, something like that. Yeah. So, like yeah, I said, he, he wasn't awful, too, but he wasn't the dominant. He may have looked at the money that was going to be available. Well, yeah. I think that has a something to do with it, I, sure. I think Saskatchewan wasn't prepared to pay him the money that they did the last year, the year before, and said, you know what? I, I, I'm out of here. I'm going to go make more money doing selling stocks in BC. The market's crazy as hell right now. Okay. Next up on the agenda here, we have Bell Media shuts down three CFL flagship stations. Well, I don't know if I'd call them flagships because usually a flagship is one stadium, one station out of all of them. That would be your flagship, right? Their flagship station is probably in Toronto. But Vancouver, Winnipeg, and Hamilton, TSN radios are kaput. So, I, I think it's a great opportunity for these football teams to step forward. Now, did you guys read the article or the letter that Hamilton put out? Yep. Yep. Absolutely brilliant. And, and on point. It's what it is. And I'm going to read it right here. Earlier today, we were officially notified for the first time the TSN 1150 Hamilton, as well as other TSN stations across the country, would be discontinued. First and foremost, our thoughts and well wishes go out to all of the staff, not just in Hamilton, but across the country, that are affected by this difficult announcement today by Bell Media, the idiots. I'm big on that word today. We want to thank Bell Media and TSN 1150 for their partnership over the last five years. Now, here's where it gets good. The media world has changed dramatically since our original agreement began in 2016 with TSN Radio, and we were well underway working on innovative ways to reimagine 
how our hundreds of thousands of fans around the world engage with our brand and consume our audio rights going forward. We look forward to some exciting announcements ahead with regards to our plan to deliver more audio content to our fans than ever before and distributing on platforms where our fans want to consume it. To me, that is amazing. That is so proactive. That is so... uh, It's awesome. They're looking at streaming. They're looking at putting their games up on on the Internet so that you can listen to them at any time. Uh, It's exactly what we need the CFL teams to be looking at. This is what we need for uh, not only the audio games audio reproduction of these games, but the video ones as well. This is what we need TSN to be doing. And who knows what's going to happen with TSN and Bell Media. Your thoughts on this, William? I don't have any thoughts. I don't listen. The only radio I listen to is Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Okay? So I can care less if TSN is on the radio because I watch it on TV. Um, if they come back with something better, great. But I mean, for a company for a company who owns, you know, the CFL contract, I'm surprised that they canceled those three stations in TSN at, in in the three cities that they did. So, but if they come back with something better, great. Let's wait and see. Okay, so now that's one side of this, okay? And, yes, I understand TSN, you couldn't care less about them, and, and I'm okay with that. What do you think of the, the way that the Hamilton Tiger Cats have taken this as, a, as an opportunity as opposed to going, oh, my God, what are we going to do now? We don't have any uh, radio stations broadcasting us. They, they, they're, they're looking forward, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. And, and I hope they've the Lions taken, see it taken, the same way. They've taken lemons and made lemonade out of it. They, they took lemons and made lemonade. Well, they haven't yet, but they, they're, they're looking at setting up a lemonade. They're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Charles, do you think what's going to happen in Vancouver? Who's, who's going to pick up the uh, audio rights for this thing on, on AM radio? Is it going to go know. back to CKNW? It could be go back to NW. They, they could always you, you could always get them to sign a deal with uh, Sportsnet. Uh, they could sign. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of different options. Uh, I hated the classless way that uh, Bell handled this, but uh, Bell has all the, the you know the Bell Let's Talk charitable stuff. But the way they did this was just left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. I mean, they literally shut down a show mid-show and told the guys you got half an hour to get out of the building. Crap, but I mean they're a uh, heartless corporation, so whatever. Um, someone will pick them up, and I I, I understand what you say about uh, reinventing it and finding a way, and I definitely think that is possible. Although always you've always even with uh, TSN uh, ten forty, you'd always been able to uh, download games. They they always had games as podcasts after, so that's something that they've had for quite a while, but. You know, you're right. It gives them a chance to reinvent it and uh, to do some other things. So I'll be interested to see where they go going forward now. You know what would be cool is uh, uh, Jimmy Pattison Media. Jimmy Pattison Media 
dedicating a radio station to the BC Lions, and Jimmy Patterson finally saying, okay, I'll buy the team. <laughs> yeah, there's a pipe dream. Well, he actually was going to buy it at one time. Did you know that? At one point, yeah. Yes, I did know that. He was in negotiations with them. And, and why did he pull out? Because he saw the books and they were no, in the worse shape no. than what? The, no? No, I that's thought that's what why. it was. Okay, I'm not no. sure. Why did they do it? No. He wanted the concession rights to BC Place Stadium, and the uh, provincial government wouldn't right. give it to him. That's right. I remember hearing that. But I got a really good friend who is uh, is the COO of Jimmy Patterson Corp, former Premier uh, Glenn Clark. And I'm going to talk to Glenn about this and uh, give him a little nudge and say, buddy, what are you going to do about this? Mm-hmm. Got, got, got a, someday you've got to stand up and do something here. That's my theory here. Jimmy's got to give back to this province. Okay, Mark, what do you think of this? So you're, not, you're in Winnipeg. How did this affect you? Realistically, it doesn't affect me at all. Um, they did, they did yeah, not they, have the, the, the audio broadcast rights, did they? No, and they had also, TSN had also dropped the Winnipeg Jets radio rights. A lot of people saw this coming in Winnipeg. Um, TSN didn't just, you know, we're not going to do it anymore. They literally just dropped the contract for the radio rights for the Jets. And CJOB came in and said, okay, yeah, we'll take them. And they got them at a nice cheap rate, apparently. Uh, No, it doesn't affect... Football fans especially. Um, TSN's never had the radio rights there. They've had pre pre and post game shows is all they've ever done. They spend more time on the Jets than they do the uh, CFL. So, so Um, most media. What Charles was saying about the classless part of it, I don't know if they did it across the three cities. In Vancouver, they sure did. No, in Winnipeg, the parting song. They put a song on right after they said we're done. Was do and and uh, I don't will you all know any of it? Uh, do you know Green Day at all? The band. Heard of them? Yeah. Well, they have a song um, called "Good Riddance." That's the yeah, song. Yeah, they, they did played. the same thing in Vancouver too. They played the same song. <laughs> they really? had the morning show. They had the morning show on. The show went to a commercial. All of a sudden, this voice comes on saying, please stand by for uh, an important announcement announcement about the uh, future of TSN 1040, and then they played that song, Good Riddance. So I guess the the technical people were having fun with this because uh, they probably... Yeah. Those are probably guys that What have they got to lose? Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal for Winnipeg or Hamilton. It's a big deal for BC, though. That's just another way to... They had both the Canucks in the You have to grow the fan. You can't grow the fan. They haven't had the Canucks for a few years. Right. And by far, TSN 1040 gave the most Lions coverage out of any uh, medium in the Vancouver market, more than any of the newspapers 
Sports Sportsnet uh, Radio, you wouldn't even know uh, the CFL team exists in BC or that the league exists for that matter. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of um, their exposure through TSN 1040. And Lions have been on 1040 since 2004, I believe. So they've been with them for like 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, it's gone. Okay. I got nothing good to say about TSN at this point in time, so I, I'm just happy they're still writing checks to the CFL for the television, right? Well, one thing I wondered is, did they get, with last season being canceled, did TSN uh, hold back some of their money, or did they actually have to pay the league the whole the whole contract, even though there were no games? No, I idea. don't think that's ever been announced, and I'm curious about that. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of something about that. Go ahead, TJ. We're going to move on. We're going to move on to the uh, Edmonton Eskimos, who the uh, new president, Chris Presson, and uh, the Board of Governors have elected to ditch the name Eskimo. And they are trying to find a new name. Here is what the finalists are. And, you know, it's not Edmonton Eureka, because that actually might work. But here, here are the six finalists, six, seven finalists. The Edmonton Evergreens. Now, if, if you use that, like, that's a tree. So if, like, that would work really well for Bo Levi Mitchell, right? Because I call him a pylon. He's just kind of like a tree back there standing. Anyhow, but he doesn't play for Edmonton. He plays for Calgary. That's the other Alberta team. Uh, the Edmonton Evergolds. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh. Seriously. Okay. What? Uh, the third finalist is the Edmonton Eclipse. Deep sigh. Uh, the Edmonton Eagles. That's not a bad one. That, okay. That's original. Uh, it sounds I, like I, I, a high school team name. Well, they're acting like a high school team, so what do you expect? The Edmonton Elements. Is this like the periodic table of elements? Or is this what? I don't understand. What are the Edmonton elements? Is this like those the, the curly thing on your stove? I'm I'm confused. Hmm. And the last oh no, Maybe. and the next one is the Edmonton elk. I no, and, and here's one. I love this one. The Edmonton elk hounds. Let's name ourselves about some dumb-looking dog. A dog. A dog. A puppy dog. They need to be called the Evergreens. 
because then all the fans can go and wear Christmas trees on their head. The evergreens. What? The? Yeah. It, it, more, it, it, uh, isn't that what What's Her Name already tree. does for her head? <laughs> Because nothing's more intimidating. Nothing's a more intimidating sight than a tree. <laughs> I can run faster than a tree. Oh, oh. I have a question for all of you. Skip, skip all the names that they've named. Come up with a name: Mark, Christopher, Charles. Maybe they're better than these names because all these names suck. Okay, William, what have you got? Equalizers. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Mark, what would you call them? I've thought about the Alberta. Just change it to the Edmonton Golden Eagles. Doesn't that sound kind of like the, the the Las Vegas hockey team? What are they, the Golden Knights? No, no the Golden Knights. It's, it's too much like the Golden Bears. That's the branding part. That's uh, California State, right? No, that's uh, Alberta. Alberta College. University of Alberta. That's an Alberta College football team. Yeah. Oh, but it's the, the it's it's the uh, California State Golden Bears. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is it? Okay. Charles, what do you got? What's what what cool name would you would you call the Edmonton football team? One team that I kind of liked was the Edmonton Express. Hmm. Edmonton Express. I, I don't mind that one so much. That's kind of cool. Uh, Will, what was yours? Equalizers. Equalizers. I, I'm willing to go outside of the box on my, my idea here. I, I think I, I would really like to call them the Edmonton Eskimos. I think it's kind of and a catchy gonna, name, was, and it'll catch on really fast thing. with the fans. What's that? I was going to say the same thing. Fucking politically correct pieces of shit. Did I say that? Why would why wouldn't we take loud. advantage of this? Why wouldn't we take advantage of this and just go away from anything with a need? Do a full well, rebrand. Because they don't want to pay for the, they don't want to pay for all the changes. So they don't want to pay for a new logo. It right. doesn't matter what they do, the fans are going to hate it. So go yeah, through. Yeah, of course it is. But it, it, and they're also going to keep they, calling them the Eskimos, by the way. We, we have the BC the Lions. We have the Calgary Stampeders. We have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We have Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Toronto. Argonaut. Not one of these teams has the same letter for the second for the nickname over the city. Ottawa Red Blacks, Montreal Alouettes, Hamilton Tiger Cat. No. Edmonton is the only team that has two letters. The only other name I can come up with realistically is the Edmonton Football Club. I, and that's what I had said earlier. It's just call them that because yeah. I'm just done with this. But doesn't that sound too much like a soccer team? It does. 
Well, what do you call the, the Washington Redskins right now? Oh, the Washington, Washington football team. Yeah, good point. Yep. The but Washington that's not football. Though. They're planning to change that at some point. So, so Edmonton can do the same thing until they come up with something better than these idiot names that they've got. What do you mean? You guys don't like the elk? No. Yeah. I don't. And the Edmonton Eclipse? I think they're going to get eclipsed. It's the Edmonton early rising. Is somebody snoring? Yes. It, 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 it's it's just been terrible, ter- terrible background noise show tonight. Somebody's got a radio going right now or a TV. I'm sure that's Will. Okay. Um, and he's probably snoring. What are we going to talk about now? I'm, I'm, done with I'm not snoring. You're not snoring? No? Okay. No, sir. And I don't have my TV on either. Then it was Mark. No, I don't think they have TV in. I don't think they have TV in Winnipeg. Do they, Mark? Really? Well, we do. We still have rabbit ears, but. Oh, okay. You got three channels, Mark. Well, we're up to five now. Oh, yeah. Cool. Or you can get the satellite dish and go outside, and you got to, like, push it and move it in the different directions. Hey, oh, look, yeah. a, sh- a channel from Nebraska. Still have a game error there, Mark? <laughs> Not in about 30 years, Will. A what? What was that? A game error. What was that? Oh. Not in yes, about no. 30 years. Oh, really? I thought he was there two or three years ago. Oh, well, no, he's been in Ontario forever. I don't know. I'm going to push the end show button soon. Because this is going <laughs> down the toilet really fast. <laughs> anyway, this has been Let's ahead. Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 470. Your host, Christopher Jones, and I'd like to sign off at this point in time. Okay. The CFL and the CFLPA planned to meet this week to discuss a meeting schedule for the possible discussion of the return to play protocols for 2021. So they're making an appointment to make an appointment. <laughs> this sounds about right, and they'll probably argue for weeks yep. over it. And and Randy Ambrosi is probably at the head of it. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay, so they plan to work. Return to work. Like after a strike or something. Why have the CFL ever missed the season before? Never. Uh, I don't think they – well, have they ever? Well, the CFL is such – no. Worse. They actually missed uh, it because of the Spanish pandemic, Spanish flu pandemic Spanish in 1919. Flu, right. Correct. So this is not new. Well, I don't think many of the people from now are, are, were around back then. No? 
Probably not. You'd be 101, 102. Basically, 100 yeah, but years how later, much it money, happened again. But how much? But how much money did they lose? Ninety-five bucks. <laughs> I don't know if they had ninety-five bucks. It was right after the Great Depression, or just before it, right? Right. Right. So it was probably we lost some oxen and some firewood. So did the Spanish flu pandemic cause the Great Depression? No. I don't think so. The Great Depression was like ten years later. Was it ten? Wasn't yeah, it twenty three? No, Great Depression started after the big stock market crash, which happened in nineteen twenty nine. Okay, that's correct. My year was off. Yeah. Stock market crashes. Yeah. What an oxymoron. Stock markets don't crash. People crash them. Often on purpose. On purpose, 100%. 100% on purpose. Uh, Did you not love what these, uh, those, uh, uh, what do you call it? I can't even remember. Reddit guys did? The GameStop guys, yeah. They actually worked Uh, the system. Absolutely loved it. How do you find out about somebody selling something short and go and abuse that? That was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely and brilliant. Then all, and then all the Wall Street guys have the gall to complain and say this should be illegal, this is wrong. Forget the fact that these guys have been doing it for decades. And, and, and collapsing companies for profit. <laughs> The worst thing is, is that the GameStop is going to, their stock is going to plummet. They're going to go out of business. They're, it's inevitable. Uh, of course. So, I mean, they were practically out of business to begin with. That's why yeah. their stock was so cheap. Yeah, and that's why they got, were getting sold short, because they were expecting it to go out of business. And then all of a sudden it skyrockets. I love it. Absolutely love it. Anyhow. I've been dreaming about that happening. I used to sell. I just wish I'd have gone in on it. It's it's one of the best, biggest ways to lose your shirt. At least when you buy a stock at two dollars, the most you can lose is two dollars. Two dollars. If you bought a stock at two dollars, or you sold a short a, a stock short at two dollars, and it went to four hundred. You just lost a lot of money. Yeah. You just lost 398 bucks. <laughs> the, the the way to do that properly, and most people don't know this, is to uh, short sell options. Because you can do it for pennies. Mm-hmm. And then, and if it goes the way that you want, then you execute your option. But anyhow, I guess some people are not smart enough to do that. And they call themselves Wall Street gurus. So the CFL and the CFLPA are uh, making an appointment to make an appointment to talk about return to play. What do they have to talk about? That, that, 
gives me great confidence, by the way. Oh, what day is everyone available? They have to make an appointment to make an appointment to make an appointment. What do they have to talk about? I'm guessing it's like pro. Oh. A what? COVID. There's COVID yeah, protocols I mean, that have to be discussed. Pretty much every league that started has had this. This this isn't new, like Charles just said. Every yeah. league that has played has done this. The CFL is now getting to there. It's COVID. To be fair, this you. probably should have been done like a while ago, but at least they're getting yeah, it yeah, thank you. This should have been done yeah. last year. So if and when we ever return from play, this is the way I think it should be done. This, this should have been done. So all non-players are wearing masks on the sidelines and Mickey Mouse suits. Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey Mouse suits? <laughs> Why not? Okay, sounds good. I I just I I just find it hilarious. I mean, let's face facts. The CFL is going to dictate to the CFLPA what's going to happen. Yeah. So why the posture? Okay. Why don't we just they want... say you know, bend over and grab your ankles. Cuz they want the appearance of transparency even though most people realize it's for show, but they want that appearance. I I personally think what they should do is they should get um, masks that look like Randy Ambrosi's face, and the players all have to wear those on the sidelines. Okay? Uh, I have no response to that. None at all. Or so maybe, the players don't, or maybe the players let's take don't it, have to wear let's masks. Take it, let's take it one step further. Why don't we get ex-players' faces on these masks and everybody can wear them on the sidelines? It would be a tribute everybody to the old guys. Everybody can be Marcus Crandall. I was just thinking that, go. Charles. Yep. I want to have Marcus Crandall go. mask. This is where, Charles, it's good you put in that uh, segment seven because it uh, it goes into what the CFL needs to do and it's get professional. But right now, it's not professional. Well, I don't think nope. Glenn Suter is, is advocating professionalism. <sighs> I don't think he is. He's not. He's just calling them out and saying that they're being petty. We're the only league that still hasn't had any kind of protocol done. And trust me, I know this. We're the only league that canceled their season. That's it. I was just going to say that. Yeah. So it means they've had ample time to figure out a protocol. Unless you count major national lacrosse league. No. Um, Because most people don't know that exists, but... Glenn Suter fires off at petty team officials for spreading conspiracy theories about CFL finances. Glenn Suter does not know jack shit about the finances of CFL teams. 
Why does he think that the team officials are petty, and why does he think that they're they're spreading conspiracy theories? And in all honesty, anybody who uses the word conspiracy theory gets no respect from me. None. Because the majority Did you read of the article, that, then, Christopher. No, I can't stand him. He no, he makes some good points in there. Um, a lot of it is about the amount of money some teams spent before free agency and then at free agency. Saskatchewan yeah. and Toronto spent a ton of money. Well, they were told to spend on the floor. And I know, and we and we are, knew that both Calgary and Saskatchewan would. Other teams are pissed off about it, though, is what they're saying. Is what so we have a conspiracy are, theory. That's, that's their problem. Mm-hmm. They were too, pr- too tr- trustworthy. There, there is a, a minimum amount of salary that you can spend in a year, and there is a maximum in, in the year that you can spend. That is part of the CBA. Any yep. team that chooses to do anything in between that is perfectly acceptable and legal. Except they were told to do it. So that doesn't mean they're going to do it. I'm told, told to drive to the NBA, If this was the NBA, the NHL, or the NFL, the players are gone. They're not anywhere near their workplace. They are on strike immediately. Of course. This is the weakness. That's the, collusion. The CFLPA is a joke. It's full out collusion. It, it, it's different and, when you have $10 million in your bank account and you can sit around for oh, a year. Yeah, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I mean, but for these teams that are supposedly so. pissed off at this, we figured it out that they weren't going to do that. Oh. And they didn't. I, when, when we heard that, on this show, we said that Saskatchewan and Toronto would not comply. Okay? Saskatchewan doesn't comply with anything. Toronto is desperate. Salary cap doesn't matter yet anyway, so who knows? There's no good coming up before. But it just shows you how messed up the CFL is. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the CFLPA is so spineless. I don't even know how they can call themselves No, I mean, they always, whenever there's a labor dispute and there's a contract, we always say, oh, the players are serious this time. We're not going to capitulate. We're going to take it all the way. And then they give in at the end. (sighs) Every single time. It's the same thing. And we they, always laugh at them because we know it's the same thing. They they take it all the way, Charles, just in a different manner. Yeah. Um, they take it all the way to the point where they're about to start losing no. paychecks, and then we say, okay, time to give him. They yeah. take it all the way. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, I, I have a thought. And it would be funny to take somebody like um, Tom Brady and find nine NFL players that are stupidly wealthy 
and have each one of them own a CFL team as a play toy and compete with, with each other and let them spend as much fucking money as they want. So much for salary caps. So much for anything yeah. else. Let's let's just rock and roll and see what happens. Lonnie would like that. We, What's that? You, you tell a... Lonnie Gleeberman would love that idea. I, I think it's a wonderful idea. He'd want to give it to you, Dexter Manley. <laughs> well, no, he wants the marquee player back. Yeah. And, and it should be back. I would have no problem with that, having a marquee player. Or two. No, no one for now. No, I think two. I think you need a quarterback, and then you either need a running back, or you need a, a wide receiver, or you need some something like that. Some some showboat player. I mean, seriously, what 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 team would uh, have a marquee player that wasn't their quarterback? I I think uh, I think they should designate the marquee player as the kicker. <laughs> I didn't Medlock, know that was coming. Justin Medlock is a free agent. <laughs> yeah. Thank it's God. funny when Kyle Walters isn't paying him how little interest there seems to be in there because I think he realized that he got the gravy train for the last few years in uh in Winnipeg and uh not everyone's gonna get suckered in like that. <laughs> Hey, two hundred thousand plus to kick a football. He's Did I go kick a football for twelve bucks? Um, conspiracy theories. Is it a theory of the conspiracy itself? What's that? Is it a theory if the conspiracy is real? Mm, technically, no. Do we, particularly you, believe that Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated John F. Kennedy? No, you believe I do that, not. No. no, I do not. Okay. So you are a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Okay, if you want to go like that. Do you believe that conspiracy is real? I do. So then it's not a theory. Well, in... <clears throat> In a way, it is because I believe that it's not real, but I don't have any physical proof to prove that it's not I real. I think there's enough physical proof out there to prove that. Oh, sure, I do too, but I mean, there's no smoking gun, so I, I can't say it's 100% been proven, even though I believe pretty much it has. Well, the bullets that assassinated John F. Kennedy 
Were any of them twenty two caliber? No, they were six. Uh, they were six point five millimeter. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's what the official story says. So how did they come out of a twenty-two caliber rifle? Well, they didn't. Well, the, here's the thing. The rifle they found, well, one of the rifles claimed to have been found was a 6.5-millimeter uh, rifle. Is that the one Lee Harvey Oswald had? Yes, it was a 6.5 Italian-made Manlicker Carcano. Oh. Are we boring you, Mark? Probably. <laughs> Anyhow, let's move on. I, I, I'm just done. I'm just done with conspiracy theories. It's just wrong on so many different levels. Um, I'm going to send this over here because I think it's kind of funny. And, uh, okay. The last one here is the Red Blacks troll Argo fans. By sending him a free Matt Nichols jersey. I thought this was funny. I I'm I'm a little confused. Who's trolling who? Well, it's uh, it's the because the guy went out and bought a Matt Nichols Argos jersey, and then Matt Nichols never played a game for the Argos. Ended up with the Red Blacks. So they yeah. sent the guy who's an Argos fan a red black jersey with Matt Nichols on it. Right. Having said that, the guy ended up with a free jersey. So why is he? Why would he care? I, I, exactly. And what Argo Ooh. fan is really upset about losing Matt Nichols? Hmm. I mean, Probably I'd be upset not, that no. I spent good money on a Matt Nichols jersey. But what idiot would do that anyhow? Well, I mean, I I saw several when he played for the I saw several Bombers ones when he played for the Bombers, Sam. Yeah. Um, and that's not a shot at Bombers fans, Matt Mark. Well, it kind of is, but kind of is, yeah. Okay, here I got a question for you. If a person is too stupid to understand that you're picking them, are you really picking on them? Probably not. It's a question for Will. Is that right? Why? If someone is picking on you, but you're too stupid to realize they're picking on you, are they really, are they really picking, picking on, on you? Is that, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. Um, that's a... Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know what to say. I would agree with you 100%. So if somebody but, went out and bought a Matt Nichols jersey yeah. for the Argos, yeah. I'd have to go out and say that he's not really that bright, okay? Or, or he's like, I'm going to say, 98% of a lot of CFL fans who don't know what's going on. It's possible. How many red black 
Kevin Glenn jerseys were made. How many, how many Johnny Manziel jerseys were made? Yeah. Well, he actually played football for a team. I have a, a couple well, of them actually there. Just not well. Just not well. I have a Corey Banks bomber jersey. He never played a game for us. Ooh, a Darian Durant bombers jersey. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, no, that'd be a collector's <laughs> item. Oh, 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 oh. We should yeah. make a bunch of those. <laughs> oh, you could make a ton of money with that. Oh, uh, he made about seventy grand. With that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, is that gonna cost seventy thousand dollars to buy? That's seventy thousand dollars. You never know. Jersey. Maybe Darian Durant is the only one who has a Bombers jersey with his name on it. <laughs> I don't know if he that's was ever given one. Yeah, that's a theory. It got us Adam Bighill. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep you keep harping on that one, and whether or not there's any truth to it, man. No biggie. Get it? No biggie. <laughs> God, I'm funny. All I know, Mark, is my most prized possession oh, in my jersey collection is my. A Vander Marcus Kane jersey, my friend. Oh. No, a Vander Kane jersey. <laughs> oh, you've got a cane. Oh, nice. How many of those people out there are pissed off that they have Timus or Timu not Patrick Line jerseys? Okay. <laughs> no. Well, Patrick Line played there. Yeah, from a little while. Jersey. They're expensive. Okay, let's, let's go see what happened in Let's Talk CFL tonight. Anything? What? What is that a website? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. I deleted all of mine. So, Matt Nichols, Sneaky Pete, love the signing. Daniel Peterman has signed with the Red Blacks. Who? That's what I want. A, a, a guy by the name of Daniel Peterman. And oh, he's a receiver, Matt, receiver, isn't he? Matt Nichols he's is all Canadian excited. Receiver. Yeah, he's a Canadian receiver. He used to play for who? The Bombers? Yeah. He played. Oh. He was a year or two here. Yeah, he played for the Bombers, and now he's a Red Black. Riders are bringing back John Ryan. Well, that's a a no brainer, isn't it? Yeah, he probably works for free. Well, it's doesn't need money because he outkicks his coverage. Yeah. He hammers these 60-yard punts all the time and gives everybody a 20-yard running head start. Wow. Looks like the Montreal Owls just signed a whole French-speaking free agent there was. Did you see that? Yeah, it looked like that was a requirement. Are you surprised? No, no, not at all. 
Does anybody I mean, I understand think that's, your... Go ahead, Will, sorry. I think that's how that, that uh, franchise survives in Montreal, by signing French guys. I, oh, I, yeah. And I knew this, and I knew this when they signed Danny Machocha, that he would bring that French culture back to that team. Yeah, and that's how you survive in that city and that province. Of course, it is. Hey, that's very important. Canadians were so successful. Yeah, they didn't have an English-speaking player. Yep. Except uh, for the 1980 draft, right, Mark? 1980 draft of Montreal. Yep. Ooh. Don't you remember the 1980 draft? Was it 80? Yeah, I think it was 80 or 79. 80 or 79. Montreal had the first first pick. Guess who they picked? No idea. Doug Wickenheiser. All right. Guess who number two was, Mark? <laughs> what, Jim Kite? No, Dave Babich. And guess who number three was? Yeah. Denis Savard. Yeah. A French Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Hall they of Famer. They picked Doug Wickenheiser. They picked Doug Wickenheiser, who lasted three years in Montreal. <laughs> and Denis Savard became a superstar. And they didn't pick him because he was too small. Anyways. Just a little hockey trivia. Sorry, Christopher. Let's get back to football. What do you guys think of kickers in the CFL? (laughs) Or lack thereof? Well, no, every team's got kickers. I don't know if it's if they should have them, so. I still think kicking's an important part of the game. I know Will doesn't like kickers and so on, but, uh, you know, punting, kicking, it's a, it's a third of the game. I okay. think, I think kicking is for, I think kicking is for quitters, Charles. You don't so think I you're going to score a touchdown, so you kick the ball. I have a question for you. What's yes. it called? What's the sport called? What's what called? Football. This... Football. Oh, it's called football. football. And and what do you yeah. use in that word? We have a ball. It and it, we have it, it makes no foot. sense, but it makes it makes no sense. So then ten percent soccer really ten percent of the plays. Ten percent of the plays is you you kick it with your foot. That's it. The rest you throw it or run it. Why do they call it football? Stupid. Should blame it, Randy Ambrosi for that. I'm thinking what happened. I'm thinking what happened is they probably let a kicker name the game. Okay, <laughs> that's probably what happened. You, you never you really can't tell. Do you stay awake nope. late at night thinking this shit up? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think in my sleep. I sleep. Okay. okay I'm just curious because, like, 
Christopher, if you could crawl in my head, you would be very, 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 very scared. Okay? It's not a place that I desire to be. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't because it's it's not a great place, trust me. But I'm just curious whether your porn's better than mine. I, I I don't watch porn. Never have. Okay, then mine's better than yours. Yeah, it's never. It's not something yeah. that's ever appealed to me for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. Don't don't have no idea. Have no idea. Oh, what are we doing? Here? Twelve minutes left in the show. Mark, it's your time turn to pick a topic. Charles and I have uh, been over on to uh, Kennedy assassination. Will's done his destroy the kicker concept. I, I'd, I'd really like to have Paul McCallum on our show one time and let Paul and Paul and Will go at it. That would be entertaining. It would, wouldn't it? I could just sit back and watch that one for hours. No, yes. I would, we wouldn't I even would need to talk. Enjoy, I would actually probably enjoy that. And then you guys would really, really, really understand how much I despise kickers. <laughs> I, I don't. It, it, do you actually despise kickers or do you despise the concept of kicking? I despise the concept of kicking. Okay, so you're not really picking on kickers. Well, yeah, but if they're there doing it, that's who you pay your put your attention on. Okay, they're they're to me they're all the same. It doesn't matter who they are. Paul McCallum, the guy with the big nose in BC, Bernie Ruoff, whoever. It doesn't matter. Bernie, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you can, wasn't he that Ponzi yes, scheme I don't guy. Know. Uh, what was that? A Ponzi scheme. No, he was the guy who got kicked off the bombers for smoking weed. You're thinking of Bernie Madoff. Yeah, him. Nope. Yeah, he's thinking was of he Bernie Madoff. <laughs> no. No, he probably was in another life. <laughs> oh God, this is going nowhere. Well, it is going nowhere, but I just I just can't see. Uh, I just can't see the point of kickers. Makes no sense to me, but that's just me. How much kicking do you see little guys doing in little guy football, whatsoever? That's a different thing, though. The other. Guys that are trying to uh, develop the game. Yeah. And they do get into kicking the, the older they get because they, they have stronger legs at that point. It's kind of hard to see a, a, an 8-year-old yeah, kick but, a 40-yard yeah, field goal. Absolutely. But think of it this way, Charles. If there's never, ever kicking in the game, just think how well the passing game and the running game would develop. Because you got Jeez, an extra Will. down over all those, you got an extra down over all those years. Okay. Well, why don't we just make it four downs? No, I don't want to play American football. 
Well, but but you essentially are. Yeah. It's basically well, American rules at that point. You should be able to get. You should be able to get a first down with three tries. Okay. I agree. Here's a suggestion: the Edmonton earwigs. How about the Edmonton earwaxes? Or escargot. And then they could do Argo. How about the Edmonton Egos? Eggos? Frozen Waffles? Egos. Or here's one the Edmonton. Let go my ego. Is that what the, the running back can say? Let go my ego. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe here's a perf here is a league wide this is this is uh, a classic. The Edmonton Rough Riders. Well, ah. Yeah, but two words in honor of the former yes. Ottawa team. There you go. Yeah, that's Rough already been riders. a suggestion. I was going to make a suggestion the Edmonton Schooners. Oh. <laughs> There's a name like that's that. not going to be used. Yeah, yeah that's like that. a good one. I like that. Somebody's got to use the name, right? I mean, let, let's face facts. You, you know that uh, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, has a naval base, right? Sure. Winnipeg. Winnipeg does too? We do. There you go. See? So, you know, you could you could probably say the Edmonton Schooners. It's not going to be used anywhere else anytime soon, so. Yeah, I think that that's the the, the best idea. The Eggos. Hey, let's let's keep it in the province. Let's make them the Edmonton Stampeders. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how about the Edmonton Earls? Earls. Earls. Not like the not like the the restaurant, but like uh, a Duke of Earl. Duke, Duke, Duke. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. No, you don't like that one. Not How about the Edmonton Elephants? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, guess Can what I'm doing this week, guys? I, Empire? What, Empire just work? what are you doing this week? What am I doing this week? You know what I've decided to do this week? Go to Edmonton? Friday off. I'm taking Friday wow. off and Monday off. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. What are you doing that Monday for? Monday the holiday. Is Monday a holiday? Yep. Yes, it is. It's family day. Family day. Really? In BC too? Yep. 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 So do I take the day off? I don't know, Up do you? you? Unless you pay yourself stat with money. Oh, here we go. Here, here, here's 
endless possibilities. The Edmonton Erections. <laughs> I saw that too. I'd rather no. I, I'd rather no. I don't like erections. Why don't you call them the Edmonton Erect? There you go. That's a good name. Okay. Okay. Why doesn't the Edmonton Eskimos retire the number 55 and call themselves the Edmonton Elementians? Yeah, it's EE. Hey, there we go. In honor he never of played for them. Doesn't matter. Because he never he played could. for them. You could sign a one-day contract. Was Solly there when they won in 2011? No. With the Lions? Yes, he was. So, what, in 2011? Yeah, he was there in 2011. Yeah. He played 10 years, I believe 2010 was his rookie year. Yeah, but yeah, but don't forget he left for a year, and that's when they brought Adam Big Hill in because he tried the NFL, and then he came back, and then they had yeah. both of them. And I'm trying to figure out what year that was. Did he win a Grey Cup with them? I'm that's just trying to look it up now. I'm sure he did. Grey Cup champion in 2011. He was with the Bills yeah, okay. in 08. And then he was with the Vikings oh, okay. and, two, and Browns in 2012. Yeah. Okay. So he left right after the Grey Cup. He won the Grey yeah. Cup and then what? left. Yeah. And then they brought Biggie in that year. They brought Biggie in, and then they had both of them. Oh, and then Biggie. Biggie in 20, Big Hill was also here in 2011. That, I believe, was his rookie year. No, they didn't play together their first year. I'm sure of it. Because that's why they brought Big Hill in, was to replace Sully. No, it says right here, no. Adam Big Hill, BC Lions really? 2011. 2011 okay. to 2016. He was a backup, okay. though. I don't think he played a lot. 2011, yeah, he played in 12 games but only had seven tackles. He he didn't play a lot. Oh, okay. But he was here in 2011. He went from seven tackles in 2011 to 97 tackles in 2012. I.e. starting job in 2012. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, because Solomon Aluminium left to go to the NFL. So then they yeah. moved Adam Big Hill up into his spot. Right. Yeah. And then when Solly came back, they moved Adam back out to the outside. And gave exactly. Solly the middle. Which I believe was his, was his traditional place to start with. Yeah. Okay, uh, guys, the show's over. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Time I have to, go to bed. This has been Let's That's Talk okay. to the podcast, episode number 470. I've been your Chris, your, your Chris, I've been your Chris, host, and host. <laughs> ah, oh, my Lord. Can I just yeah, leave? <laughs> okay, I've been your host, Christopher Jones. And you guys have a great evening, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Mark, say goodnight quick. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. Oh, you didn't have to flip a coin for that? Charles, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Good night, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And William. 
Good night, everybody. Go Owls. Go Owls? What about the Schooners? Are you, like, giving up on them? Long live the Schooners. Long live the Schooners. Marcus Crandall rules.